Theodosia, what to say to you? You have my eyes, you have your mother's name. When you came into the world, you cried, and it broke my heart. You're listening to Hamilton, shot by shot. I'm your host, Brian. I'm your co-host, Rose. And today we are reviewing the song... Dear Theodosia, you sound very serious. I'm always serious. No, I remember one time you had an ASMR voice that wasn't serious. (laughs) Well, this is a serious song, don't you think? Yeah. It's serious for a father. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I I mean, I wouldn't know. (laughs) Well, I got my game face on for this podcast. That's what I'm. That's what I. Not right now. You don't. (laughs) This is still my game face. Serious man all the time. There's no jokes on this podcast. You look like you're trying not to smile. (laughs) That's the story of my life. Well, dear Rose, we are here to talk about Dear Theodosia. Is that correct? Mm Mm-hmm. All right. And that is song number 22 on the soundtrack of Hamilton. We are, of course, reviewing the Disney Plus version. Mm -hmm. And that begins at one hour and five minutes, one second. And uh, we said the song itself is about, give or take, three minutes. Mm Mm-hmm. So we watch a YouTube video of the actual live performance, again, because this is what we are reviewing. It was two minutes and 51 seconds. Mm-hmm. But if you listen to the soundtrack, it's a good three minutes. You know, it's yeah. like they stretch it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, Dear Theodosia, well, who's singing in this? You know, who, who do we got this time? Burr and Hamilton. Burr and Hamilton are, are two guys together again. Burr, of course, starts out, and he's singing about well, I'm confused, Rose, because I thought his wife was Theodosia, but he's singing Dear Theodosia, and he seems to be talking about a baby or a child. Well, he says in the song, you have your mother's name. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that he does. So I guess that clears it up right away. So yeah, it's Dear Theodosia, what to say to you? Um, You just said Dear Theodosia. I know, Theodosia. I said it wrong. We're going to pretend I didn't say it and just move past. No. Stop, and... and and we're going to uh, not call me out every time I... I'm going to. Yeah, I know you're going to because I do it often. <laughs> Somebody's got to call me out. Mm-hmm. All right. You have my eyes. You have your mother's name. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm surprised that Burr talked about eyes because as we've said, we know that Hamilton's got those dreamy blue eyes that everybody seemed to really get lost in. Even, you know, the the ladies, the men, they all thought Hamilton was just... just you know, they want his to just get lost were, in the ocean of his yeah. blue eyes. <laughs> the but, eyes are like the main subject in this musical. <laughs> I don't know. For some reason, every time I hear when somebody says, you have my eyes, I think of the movie Hot Shots. And he literally was carrying his father's eyes around because <laughs> oh instead gosh. of his dog tags, he had his eyes. <laughs> you have your father's eyes. <laughs> okay. When you came into the world, you cried. Like Rose is going to cry if I keep talking about movies she doesn't care about. Yeah. Well, I would care about them, but you talk about them way too much. (laughs) That's what I do. Well, you're breaking my heart, just like Theodosia is breaking Burr's heart when uh, she cried. Mm -hmm. So he's dedicating every day to you. Domestic life was never quite my style. You know, Burr was was a smart guy, go-getter in his own way. He's more of a wait for it kind of guy. <laughs> well, obviously, right. There's a whole song about that, right? He was, a, but he's a military guy too, so mm-hmm. yeah, he's not. He's probably not used to being at home now that the war's over, right? So the war's mm-hmm. over. Yeah. Well, yeah. So you know, I'll, I'll say like, so the last song was pretty, pretty awesome, right? Like you get the whole entourage, the whole ensemble cast singing together. We won, we won. It's like 
that's great. And we've even joked that that's not joke, but commented that the last song could have been the end of act one right there. So it's kind of nice to take a breather, right? And take a, like a nice low key mellow song. And this is totally it, right? I mean, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, one th- one fact I did learn is that originally at the end of the song, after Hamilton and Burr are singing together, like someday, someday or whatever, we'll get there, you know, you'll blow us all away. The rest of the cast was supposed to come out and sing that too. But they literally just did that with Yorktown and they're going to do it again and nonstop, I think, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they were like, we don't need three songs in a row where everybody comes out and like sings together in this, you know, really, you know, moving kind of th- way. I think it's better without that. I agree. I definitely think it works better just keeping it between the two main characters. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I guess Eliza would be like the third main character, but yeah. but really, it's about these two guys throughout their life. Mm-hmm. You know, so I I liked. I mean, so I liked that. You know, Burr is kind of um once again, uh, he's he's very soft singing, and he's opening up to the audience, mm-hmm. really in the form of. It almost, the way I look at it is, is almost like he's writing a letter to his daughter, mm-hmm. but obviously she's a baby. But he's like, when you smile, you knock me out and I fall apart and I thought I was so smart. I like this bit of it where it says, you will come of age with our young nation because she was born around the time that the war ended and, and now, you know, they have to start a nation. Mm-hmm. So they're raising a nation the same way they're raising a child. Mm-hmm. They're going to make mistakes. He even says it. I'm going to make a million mistakes. Well, I think he says it later, but. Yeah, he really is. (laughs) Um, But we don't know that yet. We'll bleed and fight for you. We'll make it right for you. If we lay a strong enough foundation, we'll pass it on to you and we'll give the world to you and you'll blow us all away. And then they go, you know, he's not, they go, he's someday, someday you'll blow us all away, which, you know, he's got high hopes for both the nation and his daughter. You know, it's, it's, you know, we're going to pass on this thing that we're giving this thing to you. But in, in, a, in a, to me, in just a greater way of looking at it, it's like we're passing this this new nation. You know, good luck. It, you know, it's kind of like uh, there's a, a saying that allegedly Ben Franklin said, what did you give us? And he said, a republic, if you can keep it. Like, we're going to pass this on to you. So good luck. <laughs> but it's all more personal when he's talking to his daughter. OK, now we flip over to Hamilton's side of things, right? Mm-hmm. He seems like he's like trying to fight back tears as he's singing. Mm-hmm. Did you ca- catch that? Yeah. Yeah. Burr's a little bit just more like he's like soft singing to like a lullaby almost. Mm-hmm. But Hamilton's like choking up like 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 he's looking at his son just trying. Even though he. Um, yeah. Because he doesn't say dear Theodosia. He goes, oh, Philip, when you smile, I am undone. So it's almost like he's just standing over the. In fact, he's standing behind his chair. Burr's sitting the whole time. Mm-hmm. And and uh and, and Lin Manuel Miranda's standing, and I always look at it as if he's like looking over the the crib at like just man, this is my kid, you know. Mm-hmm. Never thought he'd have that. I think it's weird when people say like after their kid is just born, they say, "Wow, this is my kid." They don't really know their kid yet. He was no. just born. You got to think about Hamilton though, especially though, because he's like, I mean, he he had such a tumultuous early life. Everybody <laughs> everybody died on him, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then he died on everybody. Yeah, right. Yeah, but I mean, he had, he had his, um, his mom died. His dad left. His mom died. His cousin, who was supposed to take care of him and his brother, died, committed suicide. Mm-hmm. Then the father of the cousin. So I guess that would be his uncle. 
Well, the father of the cousin is the uncle. Yeah, so I guess it would have been his uncle, I guess. He took him in and died. Like, this is all within like a year. Like, it was like crazy. (laughs) And then his brother went off to be an apprentice for some like carpenter or something like that, craftsman. Mm -hmm. And he really didn't have a good lot of contact with his brother after that, I don't think. He didn't have a strong relationship with him. And Mm -hmm. then Hamilton went to live with somebody who may or may not have been his dad, (laughs) his real dad. Wasn't his brother like his half brother actually? Um, no, no so he had a half brother, but yes. he also had an actual brother. Right. So he had a half brother from his mom's First, original marriage, yeah. and that guy was a jerk. Yeah. <laughs> he kind of took Hamilton and his real brother, your full brother, took their inheritance. He mm-hmm. took, you know, he took it from him after she died. So they got nothing. So he had two brothers. Well, one of them was his half brother. Correct. One of him, them was his other. Brother. His full brother, because they had to say allegedly. Okay, so here's a, some. I read something on the book. This is totally off subject now, but his full brother may not have actually been his full brother. He also may have been a half brother, because the man who took Hamilton in after his brother went to get the apprenticeship was, a, I think, a fairly well-off guy. He was. Oh, he he did okay. He did okay for himself. He had like five kids. One of those kids was a spitting image of Hamilton. Throughout Hamilton's life, they thought they were brothers and they were very much alike and they were very close. They were saying back in that time, if somebody had a bastard child, sometimes what they would do is raise them as like a family member, like somebody, oh, I had a family member who died, so I'm going to take them in. And that's kind of what this guy did. He took in this orphan. So it's never been proven at least as far as, but this is in the Chernow's book that you got me. There is belief that that man very well could have been with Hamilton's mom. Mm-hmm. And that could have been, and that's why he wasn't close with his alleged real father who ran off. Why he's not close with his alleged real brother. And then he was so close with this other guy that looked identical to him. And they were supposed to be no relation. Um I forget his Did name. Did you see a picture of No, they didn't. They, it's just, it was talked about even later in life, like I forget one of Hamilton's friends, like when he was working with Washington in, in the government, met this like friend that, that he was raised with. And they were like, oh my God, they're like, I thought they were the same person. Like they're so much alike. When did his mom tell him that though? Well, she died and you never well, know. She could tell him on his, on her deathbed. Who knows? I mean, who knows? But again, this is, I, this could be totally off base. Mm-hmm. This is just based on evidence. Yeah. But it was just interesting. But, but you know, we're kind of talking crazy about Hamilton's crazy upbringing. And I just, I just, I guess I wanted to share it because it was interesting. But he's not used to having like a stable family at this point, right? Yeah. So for him to just be like amazed that he has a wife, a son, like it is, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's life-changing when people say, you know, what's the happiest day of your life? You know, a lot of times they say when I got married and when my kids were born. Mm-hmm. But there's truth behind that because it's it's just, it's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. I really, because I'm not articulate like that. <laughs> but, you know, and I'm not poetic like Hamilton where I can write, you know, a song. You know, because, of course, mm-hmm. Lin-Manuel must have been singing about his real-life son when he put this down, right? Um, If you count your dog as your son... <laughs> Um, Lin-Manuel Miranda, um, somebody asked him, uh, how old his son was when he wrote this song and he said it wasn't based on his son or his son wasn't born yet. Um, but they just adopted a dog, uh, not that long ago. And then he wrote that. Yeah. So yeah, that's exactly it. Um, 
Somebody said, how old was your son when you wrote Dear Theodosia? As a mom, that song has ruined many perfect done smoky eye makeups. This is what this lady said. <laughs> and he's like, he was non-existent. I wrote it the week we adopted our dog. And his dog is Tobilio. There I go butchering names again. Mm-hmm. T-O-B-I-L-L-O. Tobilio? Probably. Kind of like but Emilio. But if you're saying it, probably not. Right. But kind of like Emilio Estevez. Tobilio! I'm going to tip my cap to him. Anyways, what? I thought that was uh, I thought that was funny. He wrote this darn touching, you know, song about fatherly love to his dog. That sounds like something you would do. <laughs> Only one of my dogs. <laughs> like the other one. The other one is actually better behaved than the one you really like. <laughs> I like them all. But I've like every dog I've ever had. They're all special in their own what about way. The one that Just you like said- my children. <laughs> Our own special in their own way. But I'm Especially not going to sing a song to you. In fact, I will sing a song to you. Oh, no, no. I, oh, yeah. I think on Father's Day, I'll, I'll sing to uh, Dear Theodosia. I'll just sing both parts, too. No. So how about that? I think that's a plan. No. I'll be like, oh. my son. I'm not your son. <laughs> I'll sing that part to you. <laughs> um. Sing it to the, one of the dogs. <laughs> exactly. Uh, well, speaking of, yeah, he says, my father wasn't around. And then Burr says, my father wasn't around because, again, his father died young. Both mm-hmm. his parents died young. I swear I'll be around. You just said uh, both their fathers died de- young? Well, no. I, I, if I did say I, I'm, I'm mistaken, but both their fathers weren't around. Hamilton's ran off. Mm-hmm. Uh, Burr's father died. died while he was young. And so did his mom. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's what I meant to say. Both his parents died. This is off track again. Um, But did they die at the same time or like different? Like I I thought we looked it up before and we may have even talked about it on the show. Now I'm blanking, but I want to say it was very close apart to each other. Yeah, I think. We may have talked about that on the episode Robin was on on Wait For It because that was a lot about Burr. And, And we got into the history of his father a little bit. So I think they died shortly apart from each other yeah i think that's what you said yeah but they both swear they'll be around mm-hmm. i mean hamilton is around for his son he's, he's around for philip and i don't know if philip will always be around but i guess um burr is too yeah because they're i mean burr said he really wanted to be around for his daughter because he uh wasn't going to make an orphan of her right so he had to kill a man right exactly yeah that'll definitely come up would you kill somebody so I wouldn't have to be an orphan? <laughs> I guess it. Hey, if is this all? This is all uh, theoretical. <laughs> I, I'm not saying anything on a podcast where they could use against me in a court of law. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess it would depend on the situation, you know, right? Yeah. It, it would have what to. It, it would somebody- have to be in self defense. As it, we'll get into it later, when when we get to the duel. Mm-hmm. But Burr alleges it was self-defense. Hamilton took deadly aim with his glasses on. Why else would he be wearing his glasses? What if he like Burr's a terrible shot? What's that? What if he couldn't see at all without them? Like, I, I mean, he was getting older. Maybe his right. eyes weren't as good. Hey, I, well, I'm just going with what Burr said as far as his defense. You know, maybe he couldn't see where the sky was. Well, even Burr reflects. Well, we'll get into that. We got, we got. We're only at the end of Act One. Uh, one. We're we're not even in at the Act Two. End of Act Two. Yeah, that's we got a ways to go. We'll, yeah. We'll we'll save it. We'll save it. Um, I'll do whatever it takes. Is what Hamilton said. And I believe that because that's his deal. Mm-hmm. I'm nonstop. You know. Mm-hmm. And then Burr says, "I'll make a million mistakes." 
and he does. Yeah, I'll make the world safe and sound for you. That's what every parent wants to do. Mm-hmm. A lot easier said. Every parent. Well, every good parent wants things to be better for the kid than it was for them. Mm-hmm. They want to hand off a better world than that what they you know what they had. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes it's easier said than done. Mm-hmm. You know, you can control sometimes your immediate area, but you can't control the world. Mm-hmm. Although these guys went to war against a major superpower to make the world a better place, Mm -hmm. at least in their opinion. I'm sure the British don't think it was better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But, um, and then they sing together. We'll come in age uh, with our new young nation. They get it back into that. Uh, We'll bleed and fight for you. And basically they just kind of reiterate what we've already said. It's the chorus. You'll blow us all away. And then they say someday, someday, yeah, you'll blow us all away. Now that I think, again, I said earlier, that was the part where they were supposed to come in and be like, yeah, you know, the whole, but it was more just them kind of low key, you'll blow us all away. Um, that's the song. Oh, it's already done? That's it. It's, it's actually, well, we said it's about two minutes song, but it's, it's. Three minutes. It's kind of, it's probably that long because it's slow. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a slower paced song, but it's not that long. Like, as far as the lyrics, it's not very, um, not very much. Mm-hmm. Let's rate the song. Yeah, rate to, go ahead. Go go first. What do you think? I give it a 9.5 out of 10. Yeah, I was, I mean, honestly. Oh, okay, so why? What, why? what do you like about it that you rate it so high? I don't really know why. I just really like it. I like how um, this whole musical is pretty fast, and I like that we finally have a slower song. Yeah. And I also like um, the way their voices sound together. Mm-hmm. I just, and I like what the song is about. I just like it. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a good song. Mm-hmm. So I'm tempted to give it a 10. Why? I think it's a darn good song. I like how they sing it. Mm-hmm. I think I think uh, Leslie Odom Jr. kind of outdoes Lin-Manuel Miranda as far as like his voice. But character-wise, I like the way Hamilton, Lin-Manuel, does. Mm-hmm. Like I was saying, he, his voice almost cracks. Like He's like trying not to cry as he gets these words out. I mean... I think it's an actor, like, choice. Well, I think it wasn't scripted. Yeah. Because he, he really cares about his dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I can understand that. But, but I mean, sometimes it is like when you're trying to say something like, it's like, it's an, emo- it's an emotional song. He's emotionally trying to say something to, you know, his newborn kid. Mm-hmm. And I remember when, it wasn't when you were born, but your brother, mm-hmm. and- he was born, and, and I went over to meet him, and mom said, say something. And I couldn't. I had to take a second. I, saw, I, I literally said, I can't. She's like, say hi to him or talk to him. I said, I can't. I needed that half a second to compose myself to be like, hey, buddy, you know, like, because first off, what do you say to an infant? But, you know, mm-hmm. but I was like, I was just like taken you have back. My eyes. What's that? You should say you have my eyes. Ah, I should, right? <laughs> my son. Well, uh- no, but like Hamilton, uh, the musical wasn't around, right? So I wouldn't have known that. I, I was probably trying to think of some like smart aleck thing from another, like, no, I am your father. Don't ruin the moment. <laughs> Do you so, think that was the same for Hamilton? Not just in the musical, like actually in real life. Well, I'm big. Ba- I mean, I'm basing it off of how Lin Manuel Miranda is portraying oh, it. Yeah. I okay. think it was a big emotional thing for him. Like, I have a son. Like, okay. Not just that it's a son. I think he would have been the same way with a daughter. I think he's just saying, wow, like, this is my... Because look at Burr. Burr's like... Then I think, um, I think having sons was better. I don't know. Well, I'm as far as... thinking too far back. 
Right, as far as inheritance and well, yeah. passing on the name, there was importance of having sons. Yes, there was a lot of importance put on that. But if you look in the context of the song, Burr had a daughter. Mm-hmm. And he was very emotional emotional, and like exactly the same way with Hamilton. And, you know, ha- you know, ha- Hamilton went on to have multiple other children, too. Well, yeah. He had like seven kids. Eight. Yeah. And, you know, both men and women, you know, sons and daughters, I should mm-hmm. say. I think one of his daughters like had something mentally wrong with her because she was so sad about Philip's death. Oh. It was like uh, the second born, I think. Did she suffer from depression or no, did she have something think, else going on um i don't i forget what it was i think the book said like she could only talk about him like he was still alive or something oh so it like kind of broke her a little bit like yeah yeah we'll definitely talk about that a little bit more maybe when when we get to well yeah it's still a long act time. two yeah but right now we're talking about his birth <laughs> um yeah but anyways uh, um, 19 more years right right we have a lot of time, a lot of a lot of years to cover on this podcast. Well, don't we? we don't have nineteen more years. <laughs> no, <laughs> I mean I might. Well, are we going to talk about Hamilton shot by shot for nineteen more years? Um. Well, maybe if we get like really busy with other stuff, it might take nineteen years. <laughs> maybe, or maybe uh, if Lin Manuel Miranda comes out with like Hamilton two, Hamilton harder. What would that be about? Um, Hamilton didn't actually die in the gunshot, and he comes back to get revenge on Burr. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah, or or a, or a robot from the future comes back to protect Hamilton from uh, Burr in order to change the timeline. Where are you getting these ideas? Or or maybe Marty McFly shows up in a DeLorean and it's like he writes him a letter and leaves it like in in his pocket, and and then we find out that Burr. Actually had a bulletproof vest. No, not Burr. Uh, Hamilton had a bulletproof vest on. I would want to see that. Right? So it practically writes itself. All right. Okay, let's, Homer. <laughs> okay. That's that's enough of this. Let's uh, let's get into Rose's fun facts. Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So this is about Theodosia's death. She died in 1813 because she was on a ship and there was a storm and she drowned. But I... Looked her up and it said her death because when you look up people on Google, it says their death. Um, if they died, um, that would be creepy if they didn't die and you saw their death. Yeah, that's then Google's like become self aware and or going to make sure it happens at that time, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, this is a no means a, a knock on Google, so don't. Uh... <laughs> Anyways, go ahead. <laughs> and it, all it said was January 1813. Uh huh. So. I guess, like, didn't it used to take months to get somewhere if by ship? Depending, depending on where they were going, yeah. Yeah, so um, they probably just, like, found the ship or something. Uh, I don't know. How and confirmed to... that she was dead then yeah. or something, yeah. But they don't know exactly what day it right. sunk. Oh, interesting. Jeez. Or so... they could have, like, found it, like, a couple days later and known there was a storm, but they've like forgot what day it was or something all i'm learning about is like when you learn about these people even more in real life there's just tragedy all all around them yeah it's just terrible Mm -hmm. but again life was i mean life is always tough for people but it was especially back then yeah so much harder so much more dangerous everything was there to kill you you know i mean at least in by like the 19 early 1900s they had really good ships that couldn't sink at all, even if they ran into an iceberg. Right, especially if they set, call it the unsinkable ship, it would never sink. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Smart. You should always name your thing the unstoppable whatever, and then it, and an irony will in no way interject. 
Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> Would you go on a plane that was called uh, the Uncrashable Plane? No. The SS Live Forever? No. <laughs> yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'm like, no, what are, you, what are you trying to tempt fate here? You know, actually, there's one more thing that I wanted to get to before we wrap up. Mm-hmm. And it's more or less uh, leading into what's maybe something we'll talk about next time. An unofficial next episode, perhaps. It's official. On the soundtrack, it goes right from this song, Dear Theodosia, to nonstop. Mm-hmm. But if you look on the soundtrack and, and you look, um, like even the clips we just watched, and then we, wa- we listen to the soundtrack as well, there's a bit in the movie that doesn't actually... It's not on the soundtrack. It's not on the soundtrack. But because they talk, sing everything, it's technically kind of a song. I would have maybe added it on to Dear Theodosia, but it's technically Dear Theodosia ends and it's kind of its own thing. So mm-hmm. I can understand why it's left off the soundtrack because it's not really a song, but because mm-hmm. they talk, sing everything and we do everything one shot at a time, we're going to talk about it next time. Talk singing is barely singing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Homer. No, so, Homer didn't say that. Who said that? Cletus. Oh, Cletus. That's right. Right. <laughs> um, so right as the song ends, you see on, on Hamilton's side, Eliza shows up. She stands in the doorway for about a second while he's wrapping up. Mm-hmm. She's holding something in her hand, and then she starts walking in, kind of clutching it close to her. It's mm-hmm. a letter. We're going to talk about what's in that letter next time. Yeah, and I think it's called the Lauren's Interlude. Because it literally has a name. It's an episode. Oh, I just spoiled it. No, it's fine. It's fine. We're, I mean, uh, nobody's going to listen to this and not have watched Hamilton. Right. I hope not. But, and if, well, I mean, unless his if, name is Chris Darkoch. Oh, right. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he watched it with his eyes closed. So, uh, that being said, I, I think that's what we're going to do next time. So, uh, dear Rose, I'm going to hand off this podcast to you and you're going to blow us all away. Thank you for listening to Hamilton Shot by Shot. You can find us at HamiltonShotbyShot at gmail.com if you want to send us an email. Hamilton Shot by Shot on Instagram. Hamilton Shot by Shot on Facebook. And I believe it's Hamilton underscore SBS for Twitter if you want to follow us there. <laughs>